I'm Virginia Allen. And I'm Doug Blair. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for September 9th. Here are today's top stories. In his first public comment since the Dobbs decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, Supreme Court Justice Neil Gorsuch says he hopes there will be news soon regarding who leaked the Supreme Court draft decision back in May. Gorsuch made these comments in Colorado Springs yesterday at the 10th Circuit Judicial Conference. He said the chief justice appointed an internal committee to oversee the investigation. That committee has been busy, and we're looking forward to their report, I hope soon, per Fox News. Of course, that leaked draft decision caused an uproar and led Chief Justice John Roberts to launch the internal investigation. Thus far, updates have been few and far between. The Supreme Court is due to reconvene in October. Podcast Movement, a trade group and host of a series of conferences surrounding podcasting, apologized to conservative news site The Daily Wire, following backlash over how it treated Daily Wire founder and podcast host Ben Shapiro. Back in August, podcast movement apologized to conference goers after Shapiro made a brief appearance at a convention. The company tweeted, Hi folks, we owe you an apology before sessions kick off for the day. Yesterday afternoon, Ben Shapiro briefly visited the Podcast Movement 22 Expo area near the Daily Wire booth. Though he was not registered or expected, we take full responsibility for the harm done by his presence. In a statement released earlier today, however, Podcast Movement President Dan Frank said, We're continuing to evaluate our policies guiding social media and events with inclusivity, diversity, and respect for all. We have to start by sincerely apologizing to Mr. Shapiro for our reaction. When he visited a booth, we sold his company. That wasn't right. Radio Inc. reported that Cumulus Podcast Network, the company serving as the Daily Wire's advertising sales representative, cut ties with podcast movement on Wednesday, citing the group's treatment of Shapiro. As the war in Ukraine continues to rage on, America is urging our European allies to stand strong in the face of Russia's attempt to bully the continent into increasing energy prices. During a speech earlier today at NATO headquarters in Brussels, Belgium, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken discussed how Russian President Vladimir Putin was trying to weaponize energy prices to divide Europe away from Ukraine. Here's some of that speech via NATO News. President Putin has turned to blunter tools to try to peel off support for Ukraine. He's weaponized energy against European countries, standing up to his aggression, raising the costs on families, on businesses, on entire nations. President Putin is betting that these actions will break the will of countries to stand with Ukraine. He's betting that the Kremlin can bully other countries into submission. He's already lost that bet because the last six and a half months show a growing recognition around the world that while the costs of standing up to the Kremlin's aggression are high, the costs of standing down would be even higher. Blinken also announced that America would support Europe and other countries as winter approaches and energy prices begin to rise, though didn't give any specific policies or solutions. That's why the United States is doing everything in its power to support people around the world who are shouldering the greatest costs of Russia's aggression, like our comprehensive efforts to help Europeans get through a winter during which they'll face heavy energy costs, making it hard for many to heat their homes 
We won't leave our European friends out in the cold. It has been more than six months since Russia initially invaded Ukraine in February. Brigham Young University reported that there was no evidence to confirm a black Duke women's volleyball player's allegation that she was racially harassed at a game last month after concluding an investigation into the matter. Fox News reported that the athlete, Rachel Richardson, alleged that she was targeted and racially heckled throughout the entirety of an August 26th match. Richardson additionally said the school was made aware of the harassment but did nothing. But Brigham Young University disputes the harassment ever happened. In a statement released earlier today, the school said, From our extensive review, we have not found any evidence to corroborate the allegation that fans engaged in racial heckling or uttered racial slurs at the event. As we stated earlier, we would not tolerate any conduct that would make a student-athlete feel unsafe. That is the reason for our immediate response and our thorough investigation. Per Fox News, university officials reviewed video and audio recordings of the game and interviewed more than 50 people who attended the match. As a result of Richardson's allegations, a male fan accused of shouting the slurs and who Brigham Young University athletic officials claimed was mentally disabled was banned by BYU from attending games. That ban has since been lifted. Oberlin College says it will pay the small family-owned Gibson's Bakery nearly $37 million after the school lost a defamation lawsuit that began in 2016. The college's board of trustees announced Thursday that it would not continue litigation against the bakery after the Ohio Supreme Court declined to hear the college's appeal of a lower court ruling. The college announced in a statement yesterday that we hope the end of the litigation will begin the healing of our entire community. In November of 2016, an underage black student tried to buy a bottle of wine with a fake ID while attempting to steal two more, the New York Times reported. After the store's white staff chased the student out of the store, two more black students engaged the staff. Following the incident, school staff and students led a campaign calling the bakery and its owner racist. In response to staff involvement in the campaign, the Gibsons filed a lawsuit arguing that Oberlin had defamed the bakery. And that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's top news. If you haven't already, please be sure to check out our morning show right here in this same podcast feed. We interview lawmakers, experts, and other leading conservative voices. And join us on Monday morning for the Daily Signal interview edition. Rob Louie will be sitting down with Matthew Peterson to discuss the left's assault on American values. Also, make sure you're subscribed to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts. That's Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. It helps us reach more listeners if you leave a five-star rating and review and share it with your friends and family. We read all of your feedback. Thank you again for listening. Have a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you right back here on Monday morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. The executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen, Doug Blair, and Samantha Rank. Sound design by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.